Thank you for purchasing this audio product. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We believe that your faith will increase and your life changed by applying the principles in this teaching. Are you ready for the Word tonight? Praise God. I'm ready. I'm ready for the Word. I love the Word. And we're going to get into... I want to give you a whole bunch of scriptures. You know, I, you know I love scriptures, don't you? So have your pen ready, have your notebook ready, or somewhere to write and take notes. We'll go as fast as I can and stop when the clock says stop. Um, I want to speak tonight on honor the currency of the supernatural. Honor the currency of the supernatural. Have you ever been to an ATM and you wanted to get some cash to pay uh, for something. And you put your card in, correct PIN number, correct details, and then you want to make a withdrawal, but it's telling you insufficient funds. I know you've never been there, so uh, some people have been there. I've been there, but I know you're so blessed with all these amazing financial testimonies. How can you ever get to a place where it says, insufficient funds. But did you know, besides an ATM or a bank account, we also have another account. And this account is a spiritual one. Paul says, not that I desire what will come to me, but I desire to see what will abound in your account. Each one of us has a, an account in heaven. And this account holds a currency which is not dollars, rands, pounds, pula, or any human currency, earthly currency. It is a supernatural currency, a currency called honor. Now here's the question. How much honor is in your account tonight? I want to talk about that because honor is the currency of the supernatural. Honor is the currency that allows us to operate in the realm of God and in the realm of the supernatural. That is why we have praise and worship. Praise and worship is God's way of giving us access into his presence. He says, we enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. It is praise, it is worship, it is celebrating, it is rejoicing before the Lord that gives him, the Bible says, give him the honor that is due to his name. So when we give him the honor, he reciprocates, he responds to us by releasing the atmosphere of heaven into our lives. So if you are bankrupt, if you are in a, in a negative account, if you are in overdraft in the area of honor, it is going to be difficult to transact in the realm of the spirit. And that is why many believers struggle in this area. And I want to help you tonight because I've had to learn this and I've had to teach this to myself over and over again and remind myself how to keep my bank account full and overflowing. So let's look at a number of scriptures that are, that are going to help us paint a backdrop to what I want to show or share with you tonight. The first scripture I want to look at is 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30. Hey, I feel at home, I feel at home, I feel at home. That's good, that's good. First Samuel 2.30, it reads, Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that your house 
and the house of your father should walk before me forever. This is what I said. I am God. I made a decree and I made a declaration that your house and your father's house shall walk before me forever. And then there is a but. Whenever you see a but, ask yourself, what's this but doing here? There's a but here. So he says, but now the Lord saith, be it far from me. In other words, I'm not going to do what I said I was going to do. I've had to change my mind, and the primary reason I've had to change my mind, we read there, for them that honor me, I will honor. And them that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. If you want God to honor you, you have to have a currency, and this currency is the currency of honor. It is the currency that causes, even in the realm of royalty or in the realm of protocol, you have to have some honor in order to get the attention of a king, of a president, of a premier. You will never have the audience of a, of a premier, prime minister, political leader whom you do not honor. So before you go in and appear before them, you're taken to a person who is in charge of protocol. He will teach you how to address the president. He'll teach you how to look at them, how to shake hands, how to behave in the presence of a person of importance. So in the realm of the spirit, the pastors are ministers of protocol. We teach you the protocol of appearing before a God who is a revered and honored God. How you appear, how you come into his presence will determine whether or not you will have his attention. So he says, I had determined that I was going to do something for you, but I cannot do it anymore. Why? Because you have, been, you have not been honorable. You started off with some element of honor. You were given an opportunity to honor. You were given the opportunity to do the right thing. But consistently, Saul, you have disobeyed. You have dishonored God. And because of that, I've had to change my mind. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. The Bible says there, A son honoreth his father, a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? Every father deserves to be honored by his sons. Every father has a constitutional right to be honored by those that he has progenated those that he has brought forth. Paul actually writes a whole chapter in the book of Corinthians and he and he's debating and he's saying, hey, I don't really need to bring out this, this discourse about me being your apostle. I may not be an apostle to others, but at least I know one thing. I am an apostle to you. I don't need letters of commendation about my, my, my office and what I have done. You yourselves are letters of commendation to me. Letters written not in paper, in ink, but letters that are written in flesh. Your life should be a testimony. Your life should be a picture of honor to your father. So he says, where is my honor? God forbid... 
that our spiritual father in this house ever have to ask the question, where is my honor? Here's a good question. Do you honor your father? What's your level of honor? How much honor currency do you have in your account? These are really good questions. Sobering questions, deep questions, but necessary questions. These are conversations that we need to have in the church. Where we need to honestly introspect and look at our hearts and see if our hearts truly have honor. So it says, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear, saith the Lord of hosts? O priests that despise my name, and ye say, wherein have we dis... They're even asking a question. How are we despised? How are we dishonoring? It is a good question. It's a valid question. How am I dishonoring my father? How am I dishonoring the protocol, spiritual protocol in the house? How am I reducing my currency level or my bank account in the area of honor? I'm going to endeavor to answer those questions today. Romans chapter 13, verse 7. Render therefore to all their Jews, to all. Notice now he, he, he broadens this statement. Render therefore to all their Jews. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom is due. Fear to whom fear and honor. To whom honor. In other words, he is saying at any given time in your life, you ought to be giving some tribute. You ought to be giving some custom. You ought to be giving some fear or reverence. And you ought to be giving some honor. Now notice he says a little phrase there. Render therefore to all. This is not just now in the context of a spiritual authority, a spiritual father or to God. But to all. Here's a simple principle. They say this, there's a saying in the world, there is no honor amongst thieves. So if we can get together and go and rob a bank, there is no guarantee after we have robbed the bank that I'm not going to rob you. Because there's no honor amongst thieves. So a person who does not have honor for somebody else is most likely very, very low in their currency level in the realm of honor. Now, now I want to bring this home just for about 30 seconds. If you feel uncomfortable about this, it's okay. But, but let, me, let me bring it home just a little bit. How do you treat the security guard at your home? When you get into the complex and the security guard is a bit tough on you, do you react with honor or with dishonor give honor to whom honor is due we are having daily opportunities of increasing our honor levels but do we increase it or do we decrease it do you honor your wife and as husbands we love to be honored Wives must honor us as husbands, but did you know the Bible places a demand that we honor one another so honor flows both ways do you honor your children? Do you honor the authorities? Do you honor the people at work? Do you honor your supervisors? Do you honor the lady who makes tea for you at the office? Do you have a currency of honor in your life? Because you cannot come to church and pretend to have honor for your spiritual authority when in every other sphere of your life there is no honor. <laughs> 
it's a facade. It's a joke. It's a, it's a joke. You're not serious. You've got to have honor in everything you do. A man who cheats on his wife, the problem is not really the cheating. He has no honor. They have no honor. He can't honor his wife and he cannot honor himself. Remember those little messages that you sent to your boss? I'm running late because of traffic. Dishonor. Okay. Let's, let's, dangerous ground. Let me come back. Let me come back this side. Proverbs chapter 3. It's going to get hot in this place. It's going to get fun in this place. Are you ready? Are you ready for God to just do a special work in your life? Praise God. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 and 10. It says, honor the Lord. Honor the Lord. And in case there was going to be debate, because God knew that in this dispensation, we were going to have issues about what it means to honor the Lord. He made it clear. He says, let's take away the debate. Let's take away the questions. So it is not, it is not ambiguous what it means to honor the Lord. So he says, honor the Lord. How? With your substance. Nice and clear. What's so difficult about simple scriptures like this? Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all. Oh, oh, oh. Hey. Come on. Where are those people that love the word? Where are those people that are excited about the word? With all your increase. So every time there's increase, you give to the Lord. Every time there's increase, you give to the Lord. Every time there's increase, you give to the Lord. Every time there's increase, you give to the Lord. It's, it's not a debate. We don't negotiate. It's like SARS. They don't negotiate tax. Oh, no, sorry, my bro. We understand that you really had a, a hard time this last month, so we won't take your taxes. No. We don't negotiate. Pay your tax. And because we don't trust that you'll do it, we'll take it before the money even. <laughs> With all your increase, so shall your bonds. There's the response. Now here's the simple principle. Every act of honor has a reciprocal action. It has a return on investment. Every act of honor, whether it's the security guard, you greet him with a smile every day when you go in and when you come back in the evening. How are you doing? Thank you so much for keeping us safe. I appreciate you. You're such a blessing. Thank you. Every act of honor. See, Christianity is not just about what we do here in church when we dance and, and we, the sound of heaven. Woo! And then when you get home, there's no sound of heaven. It's the sound of hell talking to the taxi driver. It's the sound of hell talking to your boss. It's a sound. No, no. We want the sound of heaven. Woo! The sound of heaven. By the taxi's there. Come on. Woo! 
That is why you are experiencing miracles when you're in this context and there's no miracles in your home. Why? Because there's a sound of heaven here and the sound of hell there. Every act of honor will always place a demand on heaven to respond. Okay, let's, let's take this further. So he says, the result of you honoring the Lord is your barns shall be filled with plenty and your presses shall burst out with new wine. That's abundance. That's overflow. Take note of these statements. We honor God by honoring those that God has sent to us. Every person that God sends to you carries a gift for you. That's nice. Let me say that again. Every person that God sends to you carries a gift for you. It is your ability to honor them that causes a reaction of what is in them to begin to work for you. So when a person that is carrying a gift for you walks into your space and you don't release the currency of honor, they will walk out of your life and everything they carried for you will walk out with them. How many breakthroughs has God brought into your life that you did not recognize or activate the principle of honor and a gift went out? Every time you pray, every time you cry out to heaven and you say, God, I need a miracle, God places is the answer in a person God brings you into a divine collision course with the person carrying your answer your ability to recognize what they carry and tap into what they carry and release honor will cause what is in them to be released oh oh nudge your neighbor and say yo it's getting good Come on, tell the other neighbor, yo, 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 I like this, I like this. <laughs> tell the neighbor behind you, I'm glad I came. <laughs> honor, honor. We have many people in church that are broke. We have many people in church that have no currency. Every person that God sends to you carries a gift for you. Without honor, you will not be able to access that which belongs to you. Honor, listen to this carefully. Honor is the conductor of divine currents like copper conducts electricity. Mm. You can come to something that has electricity in it, but unless you have something to connect, I, I need to charge my laptop. But I can come to a plug point and look at it and say, I believe electricity will flow into my laptop and charge my laptop. But unless I honor the principle of a conductor connecting me to the power source, my computer will go dry. So a lot of people come into the house of God. And I've heard people say statements like, you know, I, I came to church and... You know, I didn't experience anything. Well, another 500 people experienced something. What's the difference? One was an insulator because of offense, and the other was a conductor because of honor. 
Same house, same anointing, same glory, same presence, same miracle working power. What's the difference? Are you a conductor? Are you an insulator? Do you have honor within you that when the worship leader says, let's sing before the Lord. Come on, let's put our hands together and worship God. Come on, let's dance before the Lord and you're you're an insulator. I don't feel like clapping my hands. Who is she to tell me to clap my hands? She's younger than my daughter and she's telling me to clap my hands. But you don't recognize that that person was brought to God to you because before the service they were praying and saying, God, as we lead in worship today, use me to release miracles. Use me to release the supernatural. Use me to help people that are depressed. Use me to get people healed. And now they are loaded with your miracle. But because of your stubborn, broke self, you can't connect with what God has for you. And you go out dry. You go out with a miracle because there was no honor 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 releases the supernatural in your life the Bible says in the book of Matthew remember I said I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures you like scriptures don't you how many of you love the word I'm in good company I'm in good company the word is the basis of The supernatural. He, this is Matthew chapter 10 verse 40. It reads, He that receiveth you, receiveth me. This is the flow of the current. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. So there is always somebody who is sent. When you receive the sent one, you receive what they carry. I know it's no longer, it no longer happens. I haven't seen postmen in the last few years, but as we were growing up, they used to be postmen. But if you had a nasty dog that chased the postman every time he tried to deliver your letter, it doesn't matter if your auntie in England sent you a moneygram. But the postman will look at the dog and say, I'm not delivering this. And it goes back to the post office and eventually it has to be returned to sender. The reason it was returned to sender is because you chased the police, the the postman. If you receive the postman, you receive the message that the postman carries. So the Bible here says, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth the one that sent him. So there's a progression. And he that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet, underline the next phrase, receives a prophet's reward. Every prophet brings with him a reward. Every person that God brings into your life brings with them a reward. Oh, Libra, Shabakahata. This is good. This is good. Let's, let's move on with this. Then he goes on to say, he that receiveth the righteous man in the name of a righteous man receiveth the righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give a drink unto one of these little ones, a cup of water, cold water, only in the name of a disciple. Verily, I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. The principle is simple. You never lose your reward. But it's not God who determines what the reward is. It is your honor level that determines the reward that you receive. Did you see that? Did you see that in that scripture? 
It is your attitude of honor that determines the reward. A disciple can come to you and you receive them in the office of a prophet. So whatever they carry gets elevated to the next level by virtue of your reception. Kenneth Hagin used to make the statement, God performs healing miracles by degree based on two principles. Number one, the measure of the anointing on the distributor. And number two, the level of faith of the recipient. Praise God. What you honor, powerful statement, what you honor will come upon you. Use your mouth to build an environment of honor, to speak words of honor. You know, one of the most interesting things, let me just speak from a pastoral perspective. One of the most interesting things about pastoring is you can often tell the environment in a home by listening to the words of the children from the home. The parents will tell you, we love you, pastor. Oh, we're so blessed by your ministry. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. And then the children are like, mommy and daddy, is that the, is that the same pastor you were talking about? And saying, your pastor just goes on and on and never finishes on time. So you know there's a pseudo level of honor that is demonstrated and you put on a face and your holy Bible face, hallelujah, glory to God, pastor. We love the word, pastor. This is our church, pastor. We are right behind you all the way, pastor. You are a man of God, pastor. Two weeks later, the Lord has spoken to us. <laughs> Let's leave that one. We're with you, pastor, until we die. Okay, are you dying already? Two weeks <laughs> Till death do us part. Okay. Use your mouth. Use your mouth. Use your mouth to create an environment of honor. In marriage, use your mouth to create an environment of honor. Honor your wife, your husband. Publicly, but also privately. Your honor, words of honor publicly are worth nothing. If there is no honor privately. Your public words are being hit by inflation. So you'll always have millions of rands like some countries that we know that had lots of money. But you had, a, you had to carry a wheelbarrow, to, money in the wheelbarrow to get a loaf of bread. What happened? Inflation came. There was a lot of outside stuff, but very little inside. Honor means, write this down, honor means to value. It means to esteem greatly. It means to place above. What does honor mean? It means to value, to esteem greatly, to place above simple principle if you need water in your house you don't put your your water tank or your reservoir lower than the house unless you have a pump if you want the water to flow into your house you've got to put the water tank above your house 
So if you don't hold your wife, your husband, your spiritual father, your leaders, your pastors in the church, if you do not hold them in honor, you will never be able to receive anything. Their hands become empty hands. So when they are laid on your head, nothing happens. Not because that hand is empty, but because your honor is empty. Because that same hand got somebody else healed. That same hand got somebody else a breakthrough. What's the difference? It's the honor levels. Honor is the currency of the supernatural. So it means to value. It means to esteem. It means to place above. Now here's another powerful phrase for honor. It means to perceive the value carried by another. Oh, that's good. To honor means to perceive the value carried by another. The Shunammite woman allowed the prophet to come over a space of time. And one day she says, I perceive that this one who passes by us continu continuously is a holy man of God. So her perception helped her to see the value that was carried by the prophet. So she says, in order to access what he carries, I've got to value, I've got to esteem, I've got to place it above me. So let me build a house for the man of God over my house so that what he carries becomes a covering. We can access what he carries so that we are covered as a family. Where's your man of God? In the basement. Okay. So how do you honor? Let me give you five ways quickly how you honor. You honor number one with your mouth. What is your mouth saying? You've got to speak the right words. You honor number two through obedience. Jesus says they draw near to me with their Words or their mouths, but their hearts are far away. Bring both your head, your heart, your mouth to church. Bring everything. Bring your wallet to church. <laughs> you know the story of the man who was getting baptized and then he suddenly remembered, I forgot to take out my wallet. So while the pastor was baptizing him and sending him under the water, he took out his wallet and held it above the water. And the pastor took, took a hold of his hand, pushed it down and says, your money also must go in for Jesus. Don't just, don't just segment your life and bring parts of you. Bring all of you to the house of God. Bring all of you to the altar of God. So bring your words, but bring your obedience. Number three, you honor financially. Your seed must speak. How can you honor a spiritual father in whom you do not sow seed into? It's an oxymoron. <laughs> Gotta be nice here. Gotta be nice. Come on. Hallelujah. How can you honor with just your words? Love you, dad. Hallelujah. God bless you, dad. You're such a blessing, dad. I got a testimony, dad. Oh, I've been so blessed ever since I started coming to church. Good. Where's your seed? 
<laughs> oh, this is good. I love this. I'm enjoying this. I better listen to this teaching after this. My goodness. So you honor financially. <laughs> I'm really working hard to behave here. Number, number four, pursuit. Pursuit of wisdom and knowledge. You honor by pursuing the wisdom and the knowledge that comes out of their mouth. The reason I love coming to New Beginnings, I've been stuck because we now have two services. The reason I love to come here is because I want to hear the words of wisdom coming out of my father's mouth. It's those words that have redefined my life. It's those words that have redefined my businesses. It's those words that have restructured my businesses. It's those words that have restructured my thinking. It's those words that got me a bachelor's degree. It's those words that got me a master's. It's those words that got me a doctorate. It's those words that got me the businesses. It's those words that helped me to publish seven, I mean, 14 books and working on a whole bunch of others. It's those words. The power of honor and the power of listening to the words of your father. Because fathers will never speak at the level that you are at. Fathers will always speak at the level that you should be. Because there's a simple human principle. Listen to this principle very, very carefully. Here's the principle. Every human being will always live life to the highest level. Of the expectation of the most significant person in their life. Did you hear that? Every human being will always live life to the highest expectation of the most significant person in their life. So if the most significant person in your life is telling you, you're going to be poor, you're going to be broke, you're a waste of life. Oh, look at you. What kind of husband are you? What kind of man are you? What kind of woman are you? You will always live to that expectation. It's only when you break out of the expectation of your natural father. I was going to look at David a little bit later on because he practiced the principle of honor when, when Samuel the prophet came into his life and anointed him with oil and said, you're going to be the next king. God has chosen you to be the ruler of his people. He received that word, honored that word. And it was that word that took him out of the confinement of the expectations of his father that looked at him and saw a bastard. But the spiritual father looked at him and he saw a king. You see, natural fathers may not always perceive the prophetic destiny that God has given and placed upon your life. So it takes a spiritual father to come and nullify the levels, the standards, the boxes, the confinements that the natural systems have put you into. And the prophetic words sets a new standard and you see yourself as a business owner. You see yourself as a good husband. You see yourself as a good leader. You see yourself as a successful person. I went through a very difficult time last year. But as I went through that time, I kept hearing the words of my father. This is my son, Pastor Titch. He has a great church in the north. So I didn't care what everybody else said when all hell broke loose in our church. Because I had in my mind, ringing the words of my father. This is my son. He has a great church in the north. So when they told me you're a failure, when they told me you're not going anywhere, I heard the words of my father and the words that I honored that greatly became the standard that I began to pursue. Which is the most prominent voice in your life? Which is the most prominent voice in your life? 
I know some of you want to be really spiritual and say, it's God. I, I, I believe in God. I believe in God and I believe, yes, he is that voice. But God sends people to represent him. We've already looked at the scripture. He that receives me, him that is sent, that I have sent, receives me. And he that receives me, receives the Father. What is your level of reception? What is your level of connection with your spiritual father? When he speaks words into your life, do you just hear another man speaking? Or do you hear the voice of God speaking? Samuel, as God was beginning to call him, he wakes up one day and he hears a voice saying, Samuel! He wakes up and he looks around and he goes to his spiritual father and he says, did you call me? And he says, no, go back to sleep. I didn't call you. Honor honor of a father allowed him to hear the voice of God as if it was the voice of his father the third time it happened the father realized this is a defining moment the next time you hear that voice don't run to me say I hear you here I am oh father your first servant is listening it was that honor that allowed him to access his next level it was that honor that allowed him to break beyond the limitations of the family of Elkanah and, and become a prophet of God. It was that, what voice are you listening to? What voices are speaking into your life? So number, number four, I said, pursue the wisdom and the knowledge of your father. That's why you must play his CDs, follow him on Instagram, subscribe to him on YouTube. Every once in a while, I mean, don't just be listening to everybody else and you're not listening to your father. Because when he speaks on this platform, sometimes you don't hear everything he's saying. You need to slow yourself down and hear carefully. Bible says, once the Lord has spoken twice, have I heard it? You've got to listen with another ear. To hear what is it that my father was saying. Because God uses the words of your father to define your capacity. It's not your background, it's not your name, it's not your race, it's not your culture that defines who you become. It is the words of your father that define your capacity. There's greatness on the inside of you. So to bring it out, God sent God sent Apostle Nicky find of to bring you to a place where you realize that now I can sing from this stage and millions of people are listening to me. Now I can do media in this platform and millions of lives are being changed. Now I can do stuff just here and many doors open. It is the recognition of that voice. Number five, you honor your father by celebrating him. Honor by celebrating must celebrate your wife, celebrate your husband, celebrate your children, celebrate your boss at work, celebrate your employees, celebrate your God at work, at home, celebrate, begin to celebrate those people that are bringing value to you. Remember I said honor is the ability to perceive value in another. When you perceive value in somebody, honor them, celebrate them. What do you do when you celebrate a person that is sent to you? You accelerate the process of accessing what they carry for you. Oh, that's so good. Oh my, that's so good. Let's close this thing now. 
I want to read just one last scripture for you. Thank you, Jesus. Just one last scripture. Is that okay? You ready for this last scripture? This is in Genesis. Let's go over to the book of Genesis. And I want to read chapter 28. In fact, let's, let's go to 26. That one will help us. In Genesis chapter 26, verse 34 to 35. Genesis chapter 28, verse 6 to 9. And Genesis chapter 36, verse 1 to 3. It shows us how Esau chose his wives. But the one that really is explicit is chapter 26. I was going to read all of them to you, but let's just read one. I want to show you a very powerful secret about stepping into your next level. Genesis 26. Let's read verse 34. <clears throat> it says, And Esau was 40 years old, and he took a wife, Judith, the daughter of Barry, the Hittite, the daughter of Heth, the son of Terah, and Bessameth, daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and they were a provocation of the spirit of Isaac and Rebekah. Please keep that going. That was really good. It says he chose his wife because he was deliberately violating a divine instruction. The other scripture I gave you in Genesis, the Bible says it was after that he heard his father calling Isaac, I mean Jacob, calling uh, Isaac, calling Jacob and blessing him. And when he spoke the blessing, he said to him, my son, don't get, daughter, don't get a wife from the daughters of Heth or the Hittites or the Canaanites, but go to Padanaram and get yourself a wife from there. And when he heard, when Esau heard his father's divine instruction, he deliberately says, I now know that my father abhors the daughters of the Canaanites. So let me deliberately go and get wives, not just one, but two. As a direct violation of an instruction from a father. Esau's position caused him to become bankrupt in the dimension of honor. He had no currency of honor. That is why when the father was speaking blessings, he says, you shall serve your brothers. Those that have no honor become slaves to those that have the currency of honor. Jacob had honor. As much as he had to do stunts to get the first blessing, it was a sign that he valued the words of his father. The Bible says Esau despised his birthright and afterwards sought it with much tears but did not get any results. You see, when you honor the words of a spiritual authority in your life, when you understand the principle of honor, it positions you for supernatural manifestation. That is why God came with Jacob when he went all the way to Padanaram. It was his honor that made God send angels with him. God said, this one has a currency of honor. 
go with him protect him watch over him make sure he comes back here wealthy loaded with much substance it was because he had a currency of honor Esau remained with the father's substance and resources Jacob was on the run and he was broke in the area of natural resources but he was wealthy in the area of honor You see, your honor factor will cause you to access the resources that are prepared for you. You will start off as the one who is broke, but you have honor. And those that started off with substance but had no honor, the wealth will be transferred from those that have no honor to those that have honor. Here's my question to you tonight. Go to the ATM put in your spiritual card enter your pin number and click on the button that says check balance how much honor do you have tonight how much honor do you have tonight how much honor do you have tonight I believe tonight God is going to do a very supernatural work in our lives I believe tonight God is going to move you to a place where you have the ability to transact in the realm of the supernatural at a greater level because your honor levels are lifting up. I sense it in my spirit. Honor is coming back into the hearts of many. Where the enemy was beginning to sow rebellion because that was a spirit of rebellion in Esau. Where the enemy has been sowing seeds of rebellion. I sense tonight God is pouring honor into your heart God is transferring and loading your account with honor and one of the greatest ways to demonstrate this honor is by giving your seed and I want to receive the offering right now I want you to begin to take out a seed I want you to get a seed in your hand and I want to share Back in the same scripture, Proverbs chapter 3, we looked at this just now. There's a supernatural atmosphere right now. There's a supernatural atmosphere right now. That testimony that we heard, he says, all I had was 100, 150, 120, I don't know what it was. 150, and it activated. Under, oh, okay. And the act of honor, of re releasing what was in his hand, activated the reciprocal. God responded. God responded. God responded. God always responds to honor. God always. Don't tell me that I gave and nothing happened. No, that you are calling God a liar. God cannot lie. The God whose I am and whom I serve cannot lie. He said in his word, give and it shall be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosom. Because you know what happens? When you initiate a process of honor, it has a domino effect. 
the next person will honor and the next person will honor and the next person will honor and eventually it will come round to you and honor will be poured back into you but no longer just as a currency of honor but as a currency of finances, a vehicle, a breakthrough, a job, a promotion, everything that you're looking for is waiting for you to knock down the first domino with the seed that you're giving tonight. So the scripture we read earlier says, honor the Lord. Now it's time to honor God. Honor the Lord with your substance. So take out some substance. Paul said, writing to one of the churches, he says, if we as apostles have given you our spiritual things, is it not therefore good protocol for us to expect from you your carnal things? <laughs> Releasing your carnal things, that's your money, that's your substance, that's your gifts in an atmosphere like this creates a domino effect that is going to result in you experiencing notice. He says, honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of your increase so your barns shall be filled with plenty and your presses shall burst forth with new wine tonight as you give your seed tonight I want you to hold that seed hold that envelope with the words prophetic words I want you to deliberately write some prophetic words on that envelope and say God tonight I activate my honor account just the same way you activate your e-bucks account and you activate an investment account and you're always activating stuff tonight you're activating your honor account God tonight I activate my honor account. I will learn not just to honor God, but to honor my spiritual covering. I will give seed, even if it is five rand, even if it is a hundred rand, I will honor and activate my honor account. And I know, I know it will. Now, I don't believe in gimmicks. You know me. I don't believe in gimmicks, but I know what I was when I first connected to Apostle Nikki. I know where I was. I know where my church was. I know where I was as a minister. I know where my life was. So the stuff that I'm talking to you tonight is not stuff that I just research and it's a nice sermon. This is what my wife and I live. We live this. We sow. We honor our spiritual authority. We sow seed into our spiritual authority. We sow seed into new beginnings. We give tithes into new beginnings. We give seed into this anointing. Why? Because whatever you elevate, whatever you put up, whatever you honor, whatever you begin to esteem greatly, will begin to create a gradient of reception. So honor the Lord tonight. I want you to hold that seed. What happens quickly four things that happen with your tithes and offerings it's not the only things I'm just bringing out four specifically for tonight every act of honor activates seasons of the supernatural every act of honor so right now this act of honor that you're doing is going to activate seasons of the supernatural your marriage will shift because of your seed tonight your job, your career will shift because of your seed tonight. That case with CCMA will shift because of your seed tonight. That hearing will go in your favor because of your seed tonight. That money that they've been owing you and you've been trying to get it for the last six months, 
because of your seed tonight you activate seasons of the supernatural oh my goodness there's miracles tonight there's miracles tonight. There's about to be a break, an outbreak of amazing, wonderful breakthroughs tonight. Marriages are going to be healed tonight. Marriages, families that are on the verge of divorce. You, you could be watching online. Tonight is your night for a miracle. There's hell in your home. There's, a, there's demons attacking you, attacking your children, attacking your family. Your children are on the verge of, of, of just committing suicide and breaking down drugs are breaking down your family your home you're about to activate a supernatural release tonight 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 there's a supernatural flow number two Jacob access the blessing of Abraham because of his seed what was the blessing of Abraham healing health protection increase prosperity abundance influence I don't know if any of you need any one of those things. You need some influence. You need some favor. You need some access to important people. You need to speak to a mayor. You need to speak to the buyer, to the person who's in procurement department. They've been telling you he's busy, but you need to speak to the person who's the final decision maker. What you're doing tonight is opening that door and God will give you access to the decision maker that you've been trying to get to for the last seven months. Number three, your seed of honor indicates where your heart is. God is always trying to find out where's your heart, Titch? Where's your heart, Francisca? Where's your heart, Quincy? And God only locates people's hearts when they really seed. Abraham was God's friend, but there was stuff that God didn't know about his friend until he brought Isaac to the altar. And just as he was about to kill him, he says, don't kill your son. Now I know that you love me because you didn't withhold your son your only son whom you love it is your seed that helps God to locate your heart and finally honor your honor causes a chain reaction in the others and eventually they will pour into your bosom one miracle will set in motion another miracle We'll set in motion another miracle. We'll set in motion another miracle. We'll set in motion another miracle. Your seed tonight is going to set in motion an appointment in the next two months and you're going to bump into the guy who's going to fall in love with you the way you are with your long ears and your short hair. He's going to love you the way you are, short as you are. They've been telling you you'll never get married. But no, in the realm of the supernatural, my seed activates a chain reaction that will bring me a husband. I'm telling you, I got an awesome wife because of the power of seed it was seed that got me this woman here it was seed that oh my goodness I'm telling you God initiated a chain reaction that brought a woman from a different city that there was no probability of us ever meeting except by the power of obedience and activating these principles I'm telling you tonight 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 hold on to that seed right now Hold your seed in your hand, husbands, wives, hold your seed together. 
I want to release such an anointing member bakai. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. I see contracts coming back. I see clients. There are people here this past week. You are talking about clients that had stopped buying from you. Clients that had stopped coming to you as a service provider. I'm here to declare God is about to restore. God is about to bring that client back. God is about to bring that contract. He says he shall in no wise lose his reward. There is no way that you can lose your reward when you activate kingdom principles. There is no way. There may be a time where it seems like there's a delay but oh I'm here as a prophet of God to tell you that honor will release a supernatural flow. Honor will activate the supernatural flow. Honor will activate the power of the Holy Ghost and the angelic ministers flying on your behalf. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost holding that seed. Begin to prophesy into your seed. Begin to speak words into that seed. Say, tell God, God, I'm activating my honor account. I'm activating my supernatural flow account. Oh my goodness, there's a shifting. There are people that had stopped tithing, stopped giving. Tonight, repent and say, God, forgive me. I've dishonored you. I've dishonored you. I've dishonored your word. I've dishonored your principles. But tonight I repent. Forgive me. Wash me. Cleanse me. There's a woman here. You're facing an impossible situation. God told me to tell you, I will turn it around. God says, I must tell you, he will turn it around. He's turning that situation around. He's turning that situation around. It's turning around, woman of God. God says, I'm turning it around for you. There's a divine visitation coming to your home, coming to your family, coming to your marriage. I declare tonight, angels, are ministering to you are they not ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those that are heirs of salvation there's a supernatural flow come on hold that seed up to heaven wave that seed up to heaven right now this is called a wave offering it's in the bible wave it before the lord wave it as a remembrance before the lord wave it and remind god that you watch over your word you watch over your promises you watch over every word that you've spoken you are a god of honor have you not said it will you not do it have you not spoken it will you not make it good you're a god who has an honor account that is overflowing your honor account in the name of Jesus, I release the blessing of the Lord over that seed. I release the prophet's reward on that seed. I release a blessing on your tithe. I release favor upon your business. I release breakthroughs upon your finances. In the name of Jesus, you will experience a supernatural flow. 
you will experience the power of the Holy Ghost angelic ministry in your life there's a turnaround there's a turnaround there's a turnaround there's a turnaround in this house there's a turnaround in this house honor is coming back to the house honor is coming back to the house honor is coming back to the house as you prophesy I want you to come forward right now release that seed bring that offering to the altar you can also come and swipe by the corners by the entrances there's four points where you can give we fire your card you can also do EFTs you can also do zapper you can do snap scan you can give in many ways you can do EFTs but tonight I sense there's such a powerful flow. I sense there's such a powerful flow in the house. Just keep praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh, the worship team, you're doing so beautifully. There's angels in the house. There's angels in the house. Prosperity angels. Money angels. Business angels, expansion angels in the house. Give him praise tonight. Oh Lord, we honor you. God of heaven, we honor you. We honor you, Father. We honor you, oh God. We honor our spiritual covering in this house. We honor the gift that you have given to us. We honor the Apostle Nikki and Prophet Lillian. We honor them tonight. They are a gift. They carry gifts for us. They carry anointings for us. Supernatural flow. Supernatural flow. Thirty more seconds of prayer. Come on, get into a mode of prayer. Get into a mode of prayer. Engage heaven. Engage the supernatural. Pray in the Holy Ghost like you've never prayed before. Put some passion in it. Put some fire in it. We are rearranging things in the spirit. We are rearranging things in the realm of the spirit. We are opening doors. We are accessing the echelons of heaven. We are accessing the portal of heaven. The angels of God are coming up and down on the ladder ministering to you. Come on, give him praise. 30 seconds. 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Oh my goodness. If you knew what's in the spirit, if you knew what's in the spirit, if you knew what God is doing for you, you would praise him. You would praise him. I said you would praise him. Give him praise. Give him the honor that is true to his name. 
praise you, Lord. I praise you, oh God. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you honor. Oh my, 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 my. Hey, the Bible says, the Bible says, the shout of a king, the shout of a king is in their midst. That word shout is taken from the word teruach. It's a combination of two words which gives us that word to shout unto God. The one word is the word Ruah, which is the divine breath of God, which is the Holy Ghost, which is the very essence of God. So when he says the Teruah of a king is in their midst, when there's a shout that comes, when you shout, when you open your mouth, God uses your mouth to make a noise that's going to cause the walls of Jericho to come down. Come on. Hey. is coming down death is coming down shout unto God shout unto God with a voice of triumph shout unto God shout unto the king of kings you're worthy you're worthy you're worthy you're worthy is coming down death is coming down bondage is coming down liberty is coming to your house increase is coming to your house favor is coming to your house turn around is coming to your situation your career is turning around your situation I need somebody to laugh tonight. I need somebody to laugh tonight. Come and laugh. I said laugh. You better laugh. <laughs> what are you doing? Wait, 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 wait. There's some people that don't understand certain things here. Let, let, let me help you. Let me help you. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, says in the book of Psalms, Psalm 2, it says he, talking about God, he 
that sits in the heavens shall laugh. You know why he's laughing? The verse goes on to say, because he has his enemies in derision. You know what that means? Your enemies have become a laughing stock. God is looking at debt and is saying, <laughs> you thought you could hold her back. God is looking at divorce, saying you thought you could mess up that marriage. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. God is looking at drugs and saying you thought you could mess up this family. <laughs> that family will stand. That family. I need you to praise God. I need you to laugh. I need you to celebrate. Shout unto God. Make some noise. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. He's worthy. He's worthy. Hey! 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds. Hallelujah. It's turning around. It's turning around. It's turning. Hey! Come on, give him praise. I'm done. Give him praise. I said, give him praise. Hey! <laughs> Joy unspeakable. Joy unspeakable. information on products, please visit our website or send us an email. All the details are on the back of the product pack.